to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? I'm Cheryl. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 37. Is it? Yes. I was like, it's episode 13, but it's becoming more black on the fucking things. It is 37, isn't it? Is it? Do you know the episode names at the top? I'm sure it's 37. Yeah, usually I do, but I've just been... Because 36 was as above so low and we didn't do a midweek, so 36. 37. 37. It's definitely 37. (laughs) Are you checking now? Yeah, I'm checking because... No, I, I have faith in you. I think it's 37. Yeah, I've, it's I've, I've come to terms with it now. House of Wax, you're... I'm glad you've come to terms with it. With numbers. I've come to terms with count, adding one on with top of the one number. On top of the other. You'll fuck up. It'll happen. I know. House of Wax, your House of choice. Wax. Have, you, have you ever seen this before? I had, but I, it was years and years ago. I think, actually, it was 2005 when I watched it. So, it was when it came out. See, for, we're, we've got different opinions I on this. Because really I feel disappointed. <clears throat> I enjoyed the film. I, I enjoyed watching it. It was it was a good film to watch, but I, at the same time, I think it was a good shit film. And, and I say shit because one, I think the acting was not very good. Um, a lot of the, I don't think the characters were very good. I thought I thought there was cheap characters. Like there wasn't much character depth to it. But in terms of story and in terms of gore, I thought it was good. Like it had a good, it had a good storyline to it. Mm-hmm. It had. Like the the kills and the gore and stuff was decent. Like it, it was good. I, I heaved a couple it, of times. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, Ooh. it was quite unorthodox. The setting. I liked the setting of the film. It felt really isolated. It was cool. So yeah, it was it was a good film. I'd I'd watch it again. So what are you defining as a good good film? Like, Insidious, Scream. Like that. They're not like this film. Felt cheesy, and I think it's mainly because okay. of the actors. But it it was still a good film to watch. Okay. All right. Like it was that. entertaining. And it and it had scary bits in it, so. I've just got to like get this out now. Did do, do you know? You, do you remember? You know the character of Dalton. Yeah. Do you know who he is? No. Bobby from Scary Movie. Oh yeah, I thought, for some reason I thought Insidious when you said Dalton. Yeah, I've got it in my notes yeah, there. Bob. The kids to call Dalton. Yeah, I've got it in there, Bobby. Yeah, I've I was like, oh shit. It took me like quite a while to notice yeah, me it too. though. He was it was in a the car, car scene, yeah, because that's the first time you get a good look at his face. That's weird. That's so weird. it's the first time you get a good look at his face because the rest of it is in just like, wearing fancy dress and stuff, in the isn't camera. it? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, let's get let's to begin. it. So this film starts in 1974, and there's we don't get much through the actor faces and things like that. It's just a woman making like a wax mold in the kitchen, and. There's a, just a kid eating Cheerios in his chair. The brother, we presume, is dragged and strapped in. It looks like a very abusive household, and we don't know why. Yeah. And w- later on that, you know, it, it kicks into the story, but we can get to that later. And we don't get much more than that before we get to we cut to the present day. And yeah. we meet the characters of, right, let me get this right, Paige, who's Paris Hilton, um nick who's channing no chad michael murray fucking chad michael murray dalton which is bobby page which is we've done that one carly which is alicia cuthbert and wade who's carly's boyfriend yeah yeah it was really it, it felt like a lot of characters coming in all at once and i didn't quite know yeah like the the boyfriend like which boyfriend? It's the the main character's okay. boyfriend. Yeah. This this film it seemed like it had different like character plot routes it wanted to go down, but it it didn't it didn't stick with one. Yeah. Like the main like it turns out like the main plot is the brother and sister, and you get little snippets of them having like a troubled child and having the differences, mm. but it doesn't delve into it. And then I thought, oh well, it's going to be about the boyfriend and the main the main girl. And then again, like he just, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it, it you don't get a good backstory to any of them, and it, yeah. it's all and a lot of them stereotypical. Like, uh, did you say Paige was a blonde one? Yeah. And who was her boyfriend? Blake. They was just the couple that shagged. That that that's that. that yeah, was, that was their character. That was role. their whole, and that's fine in horror films. You know when it's like an intro death or 
characters that you want to get behind to die. You think, God, they deserve it. But there wasn't that. It was, they had a fair bit of screen time, a fair bit of dialogue, but there was no, you didn't feel anything from when they died. Yeah. And I, the, you didn't feel any anything towards anyone who died. And where did the pregnant thing come, like, lead to? Like, she, like, Paige was on about the fact she might be pregnant. But yeah, that, 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 that conversation that, never went it doesn't Because that makes you feel like, oh, I'm going to get invested because they've got something to lose now. The audience have got something to lose. Then you realise it's Paris Hilton you're like, no, I'm not losing anything. And then the boyfriend, like, you, you just had no one you could really get behind. And even the brother, who actually turns out to be, like, the hero of the film, even at the start, is a dickhead, like, yeah. kicking a homeless cup out, uh, a cup out of a homeless person's hand. So none of these characters I actually liked. I think that's what, what one of the problems. I didn't... I didn't like any of the characters, so I couldn't get it. I, yeah. I didn't feel... When they was getting chased or when I thought they was going to die, I wasn't like, oh, God, please survive, or finally they're going to get it. I just yeah. was like, oh, it's a, it's a death. Middle which, ground. Which is a shame it. because the kills were good. There were, there were, there were good they kills. They were decent kills. Yeah. It was a good slasher. It was a good slasher fake. Um, but it... I don't know about you, but it was really difficult for me to not think of Nick and Carly as like an ex-couple getting back together. Yeah. I thought they were in a relationship for a good like solid half of the film until they mentioned about the brother and sister and to her dominant Yeah, it's, it's like, weird, oh, isn't it? This is what I'm saying. There's no there's no clear path to any of the characters. Like, as to... It gives her like the fuck me eyes a couple of times and I'm like, that's not what I want in my it, life. Yeah, it's like, it's like he was acting how the boyfriend hero would act in a horror yeah. film. And it, it, this it is what fit. I mean. It was just a bit confusing. I think they... They tried to do what they did in Jeepers Creepers with Trisha and Darry, and it just went completely wrong. I just don't think it was anywhere yeah, near his Yeah, it just sort didn't work. They didn't, they didn't have that... Spark with them. Yeah, it, it seemed very scripted-like. Obviously, you know what I mean? Like A film's obviously scripted. Yeah. But, I mean, it seemed like the characters were brother and sister who didn't get along, but there was no... There was just nothing about it that made it seem genuine. Yeah, definitely. And we learn that the reason why Carly and Nick are on such bad terms is because Nick stole a car. Can I can I just say as well, like I, that doesn't mean that I don't like the film. Like yeah. I, as I've said, I would recommend people to watch this film because it is a good film. But I just so what it, it, it is, could have been a really good film. That's what I'm saying. Like if it had a bit bit more, if they'd have picked the right actors and they'd have picked yeah the, yeah the exactly, right, there'd been better dialogue yeah and a better focus on a storyline. Like the boyfriend, I think didn't need to be the, a boyfriend in there like no. if, the, if the main plot was the brother and the sister it could have been the, the boy friend. yeah it could have been the friend or just not get as much screen time not not feel like he's such a bigger part in the film because then mm. when he gets killed off you just think and he gets killed off so early yeah and you just think well what's next and because you haven't because they didn't go massively into the brother and sister relationship about how it's battered and bruised or mm. they've, they've got past that, that they're not happy with and don't get along they didn't delve into that, so it's kind of like there was no story to be invested in. Yeah, no, definitely. But it is still agree. a good watch. I yeah. would still recommend to watch it. Yeah, it just it, there's a lot of there's a lot of un un sort of finished business. Yeah, in it. It's, you don't. It's you, like the you audience don't, doesn't know a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> and you're right. Nick is unnecessarily moody, like he, all the time, and it's just like he's just pissed off with the whole world for no reason, like yeah. no good reason whatsoever. But we accept it, and we're just like, right, okay, we take it for what it is. It's a horror. It's a it's a horror flick. The, they go into a football game and they decide to camp out overnight in the middle of nowhere, obviously. Yeah. And so they pull up these, they pull up in the trucks and they, they're just camping out. They're not really doing anything wrong. And a breeze sweeps through the forest and it absolutely stinks, yeah. as it would when you find out like what's in there. But it absolutely reeks and it sort of takes them all, takes them all by storm and then the there's like a truck and it's it, it i thought i thought the jeepers creepers truck when i first saw it and i was like all oh, right okay but it's just got its lights on them and it won't turn the lights off and so nick launches a bottle at one which is a pretty it's a pretty good shot to be fair can i just say this is another part of the film that i thought when i watched it all at the end and i was like i wish they didn't show me that right at the start the show the show the driver of this truck who you can't see because it's dark but you yeah. can see his hand rests on the side and you can see his wrist is like like got scarred, scarred from and because of the opening clip where you see that the abused child was strapped into his chair like like aggressively so you instantly know that that the killer is that kid and it kind of like I feel like that was that's and this is very early on in the movie. I feel like they could have just left it a bit more mysterious for a while, mm. because it's not like that scene had any 
Like, it would be different if she saw the burns on his wrist and then later on when he was acting like the good guy, she saw him again and clocked that it's him, it's a driver. Yeah. But it didn't, so it just kind of told the audience, oh, yeah, this is that troubled kid from the childhood. Like, he's alive but, and he's, he's looking at him. But them. the brother has the same scars on his wrist. They both have the same scars, mm. which I, did, I thought it was one that was really well behaved yeah. and then the other one was really bad. And so that that's where it came from. But they were both abused and so it could be either, really. So the this truck, as I say, is just pushing its beams on them and Nick takes one of the lights out and it slowly reverses out. And that's sort of what we see from terror, really, until the evening when they're all in bed, uh, well, in the tents. And there's somebody else who's not with the group pick it, and they've picked up the camera and they're walking around with it. And this could have once again been really good, but it was just sort of, it just seemed a bit pointless. Yeah, I've got that down. I don't really understand the filming aspect. Yeah, like, and Vincent started filming, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and it's different with like found footage or yeah, like if they discover that footage that Vince, say if, because the killer essentially like during this night, he grabs the camera and he starts recording them all and he, he takes that camera and like the next day they're like, we can't find the camera, we can't find the camera. And the footage of them being recorded never has anything to do with the story. Like, you could find later, like, like typical horror movie things would be to find the camera later on in this room and they realise that the killer was there recording them and it, it puts two and two together and they now know who the killer is or they now know they was watching them. But it just never comes to the surface again. Like, it comes in at the end when he's like, yeah, I found my friend's camera, like, I'm keeping that. But it still plays no part. Mm -hmm. So what was the reason for it being there? just seemed to me like another cheap horror movie cliche character the one the geeky kid who's filming yeah who records everything do you know what i mean the randy yeah which is which is done it which is if it's done right is good but again they just didn't go into that into that doorway they so didn't go didn't from, yeah there was just so i just that's why i put like i don't really understand the point in him filming this yeah it's an odd one and there's like a, he also films like this crazy montage scene with them all and it's like it spends like a solid minute and a half of the film of him like filming everybody yeah and and let's remember, all they're doing is going to a football game. And why and, does she not like the camera being on her? Like exactly, that never you, gets you never, you never know. But and and why? Like it's different when you go in to a I don't know, like spring break, or that'll give you an, an yeah. excuse to record but stuff. To a football game. Yeah, they're just driving to a football game. So. Can you video record in a football game? Is that a thing? Y you could, yeah. But even even then, like you wouldn't just be recording the drive there, and no. it just seems a bit of a cheap way to get a character in there again. Yeah. Anyway, it cuts to the next morning and all's well. Nobody's died. And Paige and Carly go into the forest. And they, I think they're having a wee or something like that. And they smell the scent again that like put them off the night before. And you know what? Fair play to Paris Hilton here. Because Carly was like, oh, let's go have a look. And she was like, no, don't. Yeah, great idea. Let's follow yeah. the smell. And she, and Carly ends up falling into this like vat of deer and animal and roadkill guts and it that was fucking vile to yeah. be fair i was like Whoop. but there's also a hand sticking out of it why does it take everyone so long to mention the fucking hand so much happens before someone mentions the hand and when it eventually is mentioned they still think it's a human hand and he's like what about that hand in there not like why the fuck is there a human hand he's like well what about the hand as if it's like a normal thing it's like Fuck me! There was just no urgency. No. So many people saw it, and no one, nobody, picked no one up even on it. screamed. There's a you, you would the first thing you do is go. There's a body in there. Like there's yeah. a human, but it was I all think just there's so. There's been a rope up there. Yeah, that, <laughs> it was all just so calm about it. But, um, Office reference for anyone, oh, yeah, by I'm the not way. <laughs> so it's a reference. It's a reference. It was a, it's a thing. My bad. So yeah, there's she. She's like arm deep in guts, and at this point as well, like what's going on in back at the camp is one of the trucks has been ruined the fan belt's gone on it and the guy was like oh it's brand new blah 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 so clearly somebody has fucked this fan belt yeah. and then they hear the scream and they all end up going to chase after Carly and get her out of the uh, vat of animal guts and at the same time this hillbilly comes in <laughs> I quite like the hillbilly and so I, I realised who he was that was, was my like, that was oh. my first plot guess Um, he was going to be a good guy that's yeah. the impression I got because people stigmatise hillbillies as the bad guy. That's what I mean. So I thought it'd be a good, like, horror cliche twist if in the end he comes out of nowhere and saves him. Do you mm. know what I mean? After being looked down upon for, for the way he is. But yeah, as you find out later, that's <laughs> wrong. Couldn't, couldn't be more wrong. So they, they end up... Uh, Blake, Dalton and Nick go 
in Blake's car to go and try and queue up for the game. And then Wade and Carly go with the hillbilly guy because he ne- he's going to the town and he's going to take them to the town and get him a new fan belt. And so they split ways. By the way, the scene where they stood there sat in traffic, do Americans really just pip and stand, like, peep, beat the horn in standstill traffic? Do. I think they do. Why? What does that achieve? What would you do at that point? And how would they turn around as well? It was like, they were yeah, like, oh, they turn was on a bridge, weren't they? It's like, we're well, on a fucking bridge, pal. Yeah, I, uh, surely they don't beep in standstill traffic. But then when you see videos in New York and that, everyone's beeping. But that's not for standstill traffic, is it? I think Americans do beep the horn a lot more than what we probably do. Yeah, but we, I think we swear a lot. We more. swear more, yeah. Anyway, that was irrelevant, but yeah. I just... I see what you mean. No, I just I'm thought, like, why are you pipping if it's standstill? That's not going to make anything move quicker. Mm. Especially when you're that far back in the standstill traffic. But anyway. It's all right. <laughs> so they... Oh, yeah, and then there's, like, that weird sexual thing with Carly and Nick again, where it's like, Carly, and just takes off his shirt, to... which I didn't mind, obviously, because, like, incredible incredible Who's body. Carly and Nick? We'll Carly and Nick with a brother and sister. Oh, yeah, So before yeah. they went off, he yeah. was like, oh, oh, Carly yeah, yeah. just takes off his shirt and hands it to her. Just fucking weird. You would piss yourself if I fell into a vat of animal guts. Like, yeah. You'd you probably push me back in afterwards. <laughs> You're not quite soaked enough yet. Off no. you go. But yeah, he just like takes off his shirt and gives this brooding stare before yeah. walking off. And then it cuts to Carly, Wade and this hillbilly in the car. Now, for the first thing, why would you put your girlfriend in the middle of you? Yeah, like, you would you? Because this guy, clearly, Wade is jealous because he picks up on somebody liking her, then he picks up on Bo, the brother liking her, and so he's, he's obviously easily jealous, yeah. and so he would have picked up on the hillbilly doing the same, and yet he still puts them in the middle of the car. Yeah. She notices this knife, and she's sort of like nudging <laughs> Wade, mm. and he looks around, and he's like, you like knives? <laughs> and then thrust it into the bonnet of the car not the bonnet of the car dashboard of the car and all this is serving to like the fact oh shit we're in real trouble here we need to get out so they get towards the well they're really close actually to the town and i think it's called ambrose i I think the town's called ambrose yeah it's custard ambrosia custard yeah so ambrose and they say to him it's all right i know it's fine we'll walk from here and I felt really bad for it, like the hillbilly guy at this time. Yeah, he didn't do he it. Like, he was like, I was, you know, teaches me for doing something nice and trying to be nice. And they, they walk off, and the town is literally because they thought I remember they thought they he was taking them to the middle of nowhere because it was sort of shrouded by trees. The town, and he was like, no, it's literally just across the way. If, if somebody helps me change my tires, I'll, 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 I'll take yeah. you there. And then they leave, and it's literally covered away and they're like oh well, yeah. we feel like assholes now yeah <laughs> they find the gas station and the gas station's shut so they end up in the church and interrupt a funeral <laughs> which yeah. isn't really a funeral yeah. which i did like See, I, I did like that i like the plot twist in them they had, this is what i mean it was this is why i mean by it was a good shit film it is definitely a good shit film. I, I will agree on it now. now. Now you've explained. See, what we had with Oliver last night, well, between me and Oliver last night, we were talking about the film and Oliver was like, no, I'm not telling you anything about it. We'll save it for the podcast. We'll save it for the podcast. And I was like, I just want to know if you liked it. And he went, well, it's, it's a good shit film. And I was like, what do you mean by a good shit film? And he was like, well, I'll tell you on the podcast tomorrow. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. So I get it now. I can understand where you're coming from. They... The guy who owns the gas station is sort of like in the middle of the funeral and he says he'll be there in like an hour or something like that and if you just wait around, I'll, I'll yeah. come and get you a fan belt. And they're quite happy with that and Wade was like wanting to go to the wax museum anyway, so they head in. This was fucking insane. Yeah, it was creepy. Like the whole place was made of wax. Was it actually made of wax in the, in the set? No, but I, that's a fun fact we'll talk about right. later on. So... They go into this house of wax and literally everything is made of wax. The like walls, the, the structure, yeah, everything. Everything. And it looks amazing. I mean, it is insanely creepy. What well, One thing I'm glad about in this film, and it happened here, well, it started to happen here, is there was like a couple of cheap, cheap jump scares where it was a wax person behind mm. them. But obviously, because wax people look very real, like you couldn't really tell. And I thought, fuck's sake, this film's just going to be based off cheap jump scares of wax figures that look like humans but the i'd honestly say there was this little stint in there but then after that it was more creepy it was more 
you could always see the wax figures, but the expressions that they had on the face, stuff, it, it, it was more like mannequins. You know how some people are scared of mannequins? Yeah. It was something similar to that. And they used the creepy factor as opposed to the cheap jump scare, which I, I like. And I like that a lot of... The thing is as well, when you reveal the... When you reveal like the sinister part of a plot early on, you a lot of the time you lose respect for it and you sort of lose the fear. Yeah. Whereas when I found out that they were real wax people and yeah. that, that just made it yeah, twice definitely. as creepy for me. Like that terrified Yeah, me. I agree. And so they uh, around this wax museum and Wade ends up going out to check for something and they notice that the name Vincent's written on all of the wax carvings. So we presume that Vincent is the... Yeah. Like the... Artist, owner of the yeah. yeah, the artist of it. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, Carly turns around and she sees him in the window this was quite an effective scare yeah. because his mask is very good what did you think of the mask you are a mask expert. i liked it i thought it was okay i think it's one of the masks of lesser see that you better it was it, it was very brandon james-esque yes it was i agree and it like what in glimpses it's scary one can we call it a mask because it's not really a mask it was a well it was a wax it's wax yeah. put on his face wasn't it because he was trying to carve it back when yeah. it was cut off but yeah i'm glad you liked it I thought it was alright. And they end up heading off with the gas station owner who comes to find them. And he's so sauce like I I he just looks I didn't know if he was the vicar or the gas station owner at one yeah. point. I was like, I don't know, because he was in all like all black and I was yeah. like, Who is this man? So the he takes them to the where's he taken? He takes them to the gas station, they pick up a fan belt, and then he says he'll take them to the house, and then he'll drive them back to the campsite, and then it just... Or he'll drive them back to the clearing, because Dalton and Nick were going to pick up... Yeah. Uh, Callie and Wade. But it was originally supposed to be Par- uh, Paris, Paige <laughs> and Blake, but they wanted to have sex instead, so... Yeah. Nick the and couple Dal- that shag, as yeah. I said. Nick-, <clears throat> Nick and Dalton got the job instead. So they go back to his house and the first thing you see in... I think this was revealed too early. Is you see the truck parked outside. Yeah. Like you get a glimpse of it and then you automatically know something is going to happen. Because it, obviously if that if that was the truck that was there. Yeah, I think I think the, sh- the, the shot the shot too early. Yeah. Like th- that would have been a really good reveal, the truck. But by this point, they needed to make us feel... They needed to make us trust him first. And not not just trust not necessarily trust him, but be a bit like, oh, like I think he actually is all yeah, right. And nice then guy. you see the truck. But at this point, like you say, you're still suspicious as fuck, and you're kind of like, well, who is this guy? And mm. before you get a chance to be like, oh no, he's a he's an all right guy. It's you like, see it's the, the truck. Yeah, you see the truck, so you know that he was the one who approached them. Yeah. Now this bit was absolutely vile. So Wade goes to the bathroom, and Carly's waiting outside. And he, oh god, he cuts his Achilles heel. Yeah. I hate stuff like and that. And could you cut Achilles heel with scissors? I don't know. They'd have to Keep be incredibly sharp. sharp. Yeah. But it just makes because you got to cut through bone as well, aren't you? Stop. I can't. I I didn't even look. I knew as soon as I saw that hole <laughs> on the floor, I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. I got hostile flashbacks, <laughs> and I was just like, no, I can't look at it. Oh god, can you imagine the pain? That would fucking hurt. You wouldn't be able to walk again if you, if it didn't fix in time. Yeah, yeah. I well, know. you you would because you'd have another foot, but like if you'd cut you both of them, because mm. it. Uh, yeah, it would no. be nice. Ugh. And so he gets his Achilles heel <clears throat> cut, and then gets a good stab to the like sort of like the shoulder yeah. and chest area. It's not quite the chest, not it's quite the shoulder because he's still alive. We then get to bow meeting Carly outside and she was like Wade's been there for a long time and then she sees the she sees the truck and sort of realises shit this is the guy and then leaves a voicemail on Blake's phone because he's not answering is it Wade the boyfriend yeah kind of deserves it because he fucking snoops around everywhere it pissed pissed me off in this film like there's a difference between curiosity but by this point the what what's the guy's the killer's name? Which one? The, the mask one or no, the... the normal one? Bo. So Bo had already caught him snooping into the church when he shouldn't have been, but that's excusable. Then snooping around the garage when he shouldn't have been, that's inexcusable. And then he starts snooping around his house when he knows he's only gone upstairs to get changed. And the wax museum as well. And the wax museum. So he he just he fucking... is a nosy bastard. This is what I mean. So I was kind of like, 
surely the boy because he's not portrayed to be a massive dickhead which makes me think i should like him but then he's, he's doing stuff dickhead. he's doing stuff that makes me think why are you doing that so i can't like him do you know what i'm you yeah i didn't saying, i right? didn't think much of his character I, I wasn't sad to see him go but is is uh well i'd like to say his death he's not quite dead until a little bit later which on which i like that was yeah that, was, that cool. was very good so between well it's just after carly manages to get rid of Bo and ends up running back into the town of Ambrose that we cut back to Wade and this is this is pretty gruesome. Yeah. So Vincent takes him down the stairs and he uh, stitches up his wound to keep him alive. Yeah, to keep him alive, which is weird because some of the kills that they do later on are, are, are to kill them instantly. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe it's like a fun thing, like if we can keep him alive, maybe, but the main pro is kill. Because to me, it seemed like the deal was I'll like, I'd bring you, like maybe Bo just liked the act of hunting and chasing people down, but then Vincent was obviously the the Torture, art part of it. Yeah. Uh, tortured artist. Not even torture, he just wanted him in wax, didn't he? But then he had the choice mm. to keep him alive or not. I wonder why. I wonder where the wax thing came from. Because his mum was a wax artist. Oh, yeah, I know, I know it's because his mum was a wax artist, but I mean. Like, how did that link with the murders? But I think Bo was a driving force. Like, I think Bo was worse than Vincent. See, my plot, my, one of my plot guesses, which is this thing I've just started to, when I'm watching a film and I, that I haven't seen, I'll just try and think, I'll try and catch it out early and be like, I knew that was going to happen. So one of my plot guesses was one of them wanted to be a doctor, just like Daddy, but he wasn't obviously trained. So he just liked to perform it on Victor, like non-voluntary victims that's a good point that, that's what I thought when Wade walked into that room that looked very surgi- surgical yeah that's, that's quite and cool. I thought right he's gonna like, one of them's gonna want to be like his dad because his dad was obviously a, a good surgeon mm. yeah. but he, he was not smart enough so in, and got rejected from med school so instead of being a qualified doctor he just used to catch people and perform disgusting surgeries on them but I was miles off yeah but it was a good theory yeah. it was good in theory so Wade gets waxed absolutely doused on him he gets yeah. like this hot wax shower god that must hurt red hot wax i mean like in in small doses it can't it'll hurt for a moment i mean imagine it's like the sort of like tattoo oh pain. that scene when he gets all his hair ripped off his face that made me cringe <gasps> and it wha- yeah he waxes basically him. put like a face sized wax strip on his face and pulls his eyelashes out his eyebrows out everything out minging that's got a bad these are the good bits of a shit film. These they they were pretty good. The goal was pretty good. Yeah, so he gets waxed. I did. For... <laughs> oh my god, literally waxed. <laughs> Is my no. Yeah. So he gets waxed and then gets hot waxed, and <clears throat> he's not he's not living his best. Really, he's not doing very well. Meanwhile, Carly the Ambrose is a ghost town. And so Carly goes to the church because she's like, oh, maybe I, I saw people in the chapel from earlier. And she also hears music still going. And so she figures, oh, right, well, somebody's still in yeah. there. She goes in there and they're all, they're all wax figures. This is where my second plot guess came in, which was right, that anyone who went through the town was turned into wax, like by someone, mm. which is pretty much correct. I know it's a very vague guess, but... yeah. It was- and that's what I said. I said anyone that passes through that town gets captured and turned into wax and becomes part of the town. Yeah, it's a. It, oh. well, I, I can't help but admire like the dedication. To be fair, like it's like a massive dolls house. Isn't it? Yeah, with real good life, on them. With real life dolls. I mean, they? just don't. I mean, murder's not great, but you know, just put a decent effort in. Yeah. I feel a bit shit for him at the end, really. I felt a bit bad for Vincent because I he, he was mentally Vincent. fucked up. But again, then again, he's he's not. The wax part, I'd feel bad for, but he fucking beheaded someone with two knives. Like, he, that comes from wanting to do that. Do you know mm. what I mean? You, you don't have to kill someone in that bad of a way to turn them into wax. Do you know what I mean? Because at first I thought the agreement might be Bo kills, he just turns him into wax. Like, and mm. that's why that's why Vincent was fine with it, because the way he saw it, he was just doing what his mum did, making wax art. Yeah. And Carly soon comes to realise when she, she ends up, like, sort of nudging against this other wax person and the bone comes off yeah. like the full arm comes off but you can see the bone and all the like rotted, yeah. rotted flesh in it and it is rank so Bo comes into the church you know what I appreciated in this it was a decent chase scene like it was an honest chase scene yeah. so like when he chased her out of the church she she ran she didn't trip over there was no like oh like she was running full pelt, it was just he was quicker, and yeah. I appreciated that because I was I was almost waiting for a trip, yeah, because that's what usually happens. 
and he takes her down to the gas station basement essentially and at that point nick and dalton are at the town themselves and so they're wandering around and looking for carly and wade and oh this bit i think this let me think is it the worst thing yeah this is definitely the worst scene this is definitely the worst thing for me it's good though so he straps her into this like what is he gonna do though i don't know maybe he just wanted to torture her sick he's caused her a lot of he's she's called caused him a lot of hassle by this point um Mm, yeah so and and i don't know maybe he sees because you look at people that sick and twisted maybe they don't want to the climax to be so quick maybe they want to drag it out do you know what i mean yeah torture torture before like play with or he could have kept one there because he never wanted to give it to vincent you never know like he might have been one that he wanted to keep for himself and vincent not know about yeah because why would he not just why would he not just kill her and take straight up to the house if not yeah that's a point that works so nick and Dalton are sort of talking. Well, he, Bo can hear them from above, and he super glues her mouth shut. This was the first yeah. one, and I was like, "Oh, good though." God, that must hurt. That must hurt. But she manages to break off the chair when, like, she's moving around, and she's sort of got like a ha- the handrails hanging from her arm, but she's free to move around, mm. sort of thing, near enough. And Nick. Dalton's gone off to the House of Wax to see what's going on and to see if he can find them. And Nick is talking to Bo. And Bo's being all really like really nice, like just like he was with Carly and Wade at the start. And he was like, oh, no, I'll take you such and such place. We'll take you here and then, you know, we'll see if we can get hold of them, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she's like, she, she doesn't want to alert Bo to the fact that she is there. Yeah. But she doesn't want to... She obviously doesn't want to stay down there. Yeah. So she sort of like sticks a finger up to try and get his attention. Yeah. And Bo sees it. This is the bit where I had to tell it. This is what I remember out of the whole film. Even from 2005, I remember it. And he bends down. He just uses pliers to chop a finger off. Uses wire snips. That's what I've said. Pliers snips. Wire snips. That's what I said. <laughs> All of the real electrical engineers will know that you use pliers to chop fingers off. Electrical and well, electricians don't really need pliers, but yes, they do. The real ones do. Must <laughs> <laughs> been a good electrician to fucking read that. That's how much of a virgin I am, right? I thought when they were when later on in the film when they're switching all the things from, yeah. like controlling the whole town's electronics from his house. I was thinking, fuck me, it took a good electrician to reroute that. <laughs> Could you have done it? He's just uh, given the time, yeah, but it's a lot of work for one person. That's why I thought, and obviously Bo was doing this all himself. Yes, it must have so he must be fucking clued up to, to be able to get it all to work. Did you did you get like a little f- newfound bit of respect for him? Like, well, you, you never know. know. He might have rang an electrician to come do it, and then just as he finished, killed him, and then sent him into work. Maybe wax. he was the first. Possibly. This is it. We need an origin story for this electrical engineer who came in <laughs> to uh, save the left his pliers snips, as you call them. Yeah. <laughs> No, what was it? Was it pliers snips? Is that what I called it? God, I am an idiot. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so she, oh, uh, he, so he, he snips a finger off. Oh my God, that makes me want to throw. He keeps up. it as well, which I yeah, like. Yeah, he puts it in his pocket, doesn't he? But he's trying to do it really implicitly because he doesn't want Nick to know. Yeah. And so he's like tying his shoelace, and it it doesn't look suspicious. To be fair, it looks pretty. Yeah, it does look. It quite looks good. pretty legit. And then. She she tries to like oh this bit's pretty gross as well when she like pries her mouth open. Oh yeah, they see the lips ripping off. Oh god, that must hurt so bad. It, well, this is what I mean. It's a good shit film. It could have, it but it's had not. So it's not too promise. shit for me to say. Oh yeah, it's a shit film because I could still watch it again. What I don't understand is like if she was because she was gonna she was calling out for help for him, wasn't she? Once her finger had been snipped off, she was like, oh shit, actually, yeah, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like, she had her arm free and there was a railing hanging to it. She could have just fucking took hold of that and banged up against the... I think the finger thing was her trying to... Because she knows that he carries weapons on him. So mm-hmm. if she screams, he's just going to stab him. Whereas if she wiggles a finger, he'll see it and be like... He'll, know, he'll have the upper hand. He'll, he'll know before he does. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? But he does... And, and Nick does, to be fair. Like, Nick... Nick... Uh, has her gets well she gets nick's attention and he see he does save her and mm. manages to lock bow out the garage while he's at it i was expecting the truck to come through the yeah garage at that point but it didn't that was that's what i was expecting meanwhile dalton is in the house of wax and 
he sees Wade and he automatically assumes it's the actual Wade. And so he's talking to him and then he's like, hang on a minute. And it's him made out of wax and he goes to sort of like touch him and Wade sort of... You can see his eyes move and it's fucking creepy. Around. It is yeah. creepy. And his face oh. peels off and it just reveals flesh behind oh. it. Like red... And he just carries on. Yeah, it's fucking minging. Like, I'm no, I'm no wax person. Like, I'm, I'm not an expert, but surely there would have been a better way to get that off because he's imagine, that, imagine was... that being your way of dying because it's just you can't move it's so painful like you're just rotting away it's like being buried alive but you're buried alive above earth yeah you can't move you can't do anything you just you die of dehydration i'd imagine or starvation or i'd imagine the wounds would kill you probably because i think because when he pulled that skin off and it well it the wax gross. off and it was just bare flesh behind that i thought is that his melted skin from how hot the wax was mm. Or is that his skin's now infused with the wax? So as he's pulled his skin off, is the wax off, his skin's come with it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, either way, I, either I way, don't yeah, think I'd want to go, to be fair, that way. But he's so burnt, and Dalton ends up fighting with Vincent, and it's the bit where he just chops the side of his face off, and you see, like, half of Wade's face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, Disgusting. that's so awful. But then Dalton gets beheaded. Yeah. Good kill. It is a good kill. Knife either side. Yeah. Even though it's kind of off screen, but it also mm. isn't. Yeah. It's, it's a decent enough kill. Yeah. And then we'll get back to Paige and Blake, who I mysteriously forgot about in this whole film because they are just, just a, a couple, couple that, that shag. shag. That's all, yeah. And they're about to get it on and then Paige starts this weird fucking strip tease in the middle of the woods. And I've, you know when like your own toe, do you know, have you ever had that feeling where like a film's so cringy, like your toes yeah, curl and you're definitely. like, I was on my own watching it as well. It's not <laughs> as if I was watching it with people and I was still like, oh God, this is awkward. Yeah. But she, but you know, she's dancing around and it's, you know, everything's going great. And then the music goes off and Blake's like, Blake likes to go with the rhythm, obviously, because he's proper pissed off about the fact that the music's turned off. Yeah. And she's, then she suddenly decides to bring up the, I might be pregnant conversation, which is a really good idea before sex. It works yeah. works really well. Nothing acts as a contraception better. But then this, this because then she goes, sorry, to like quick shot, but then, because it's one of my points, then she goes from that, they have the striptease, the music, is it the music stops, gets him out. Yeah. So he's gone out to turn the music back on and by the time he's done that, she's got tucked up and ready for bed. Yeah. After just doing a striptease, then saying she's going to be pregnant. Yeah. And then she's just tucked up in bed. Like, what, like what the fuck is going on? Like, are the couple that shag the couple that argue? Or, do you know what, what yeah. other? Shag you. Well, yeah. That's it. That is the it, title it was just for the uh, I just couldn't... podcast tonight. Uh, so, yeah, it. we don't really know. They're not there to be anything other than the couple that shag. We've, we've deciphered this. So Paige drifts off. And the lights turn on. Uh, she, well, she turns the light on because she sees like a shadowed figure. Yeah. And just beforehand, Blake saw his phone and he heard the message. And then we don't get anything. And then the next scene is where Paige sees Vincent. She yeah. manages to get out of the tent. And Vincent's laid, not Vincent, sorry, Blake's laid dead on the floor. Yeah. And so she shits her pants and runs off. And where, like, where the fuck did this storage like factory place come from? May I, I do add? Like, know. Like, completely out of the blue, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, completely out of the blue, but it's there. And she is absolutely hammering it through and she gets oh god, this bit as well. So there's this whole scene between her trying to find phones. There's like a bundle of phones in the box. And then we're starting to think, okay, Paris Hilton, you're getting the upper hand here slightly, you're doing well. She's being quiet. She's grabbed a weapon, which I also appreciate. She's made the best out of a bad situation, and then she gets a knife through the foot. Yeah, is that the one where it's through the floor? I love that. Oh. Good camera shot as well. I like that. God, that's got to work. It was inventive. It was inventive. I liked it. <laughs> I'm glad. Sounded <laughs> <laughs> like a right fucking creep then. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> inventive. I liked, I liked it. it. <laughs> I'll I don't know, because normally, like, normally like a cringy shit film, everything about it is cringy and shit, but this just had some good bits in it which made it, it worth did. watching. And that's one of them. Like, that's some good camera angles in that. Some good shots and like inventive ways to kill or hunt down. It was. Yeah. And like you said, the chase scene was good. The chase scene was cracking. And th- to be fair, this one was pretty good as well. So she was like, and she didn't do anything particularly wrong. Like she was hiding well. No. She was as quiet as she could be, and she manages to get like whacking with a stick. And so you know, good on her. And then she manages. She gets in the car, sort of thing, and then ends up out of the car for some reason. And then gets a pole through the face. Yeah. 
good which kill. is also yeah, a good, good kill. kill. And a nice little extra bit where like a head slides down on the pole. Yeah. A little bit more as well. That's nice. That's inventive. I like yeah, it. It was good. Fuck off. <laughs> And, but yeah, this is when it gets weird because then Vincent starts videoing it. Yeah, again, yeah. just doesn't why? have anything to do with it. Where did it come from? Why, is it ca- Sorry, that was such a shit joke. <laughs> please edit. I know you're not going to, but please yeah, edit that out. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to. To Fuck be fair, sake. I don't know if it would have picked up on the thing. That probably. That's picked up. I can see the fucking little bit where it's picked up. The betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so everybody is dead now apart from Nick and Carly. That is, those are the two that we are sticking with they end up at the cinema because nick ends up breaking into a is it like a it's a shop front window is that what yeah yeah yeah. because there's weapons yeah a crossbow a crossbow in a in a a town that's got a church a house of wax and a gas station a gas station it also has a shop that sells crossbows yes but again it's america for one and two (laughs) Not wrong. Two, that it's in the woods, so maybe that would make sense to sell hunting equipment. All right, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, all right, I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Yeah, so he picks up the crossbow and apparently is an expert at using them as well. And they end up in the cinema. I liked this scene. I really liked it. See, I liked it, but who in the right fucking mind sits down to hide in the middle of an audience? That's not a good place to hide. I think it was just trying to be less obvious. It was... Yeah, but I, it was the film playing on the fact that they're surrounded by wax figures, so I know that they kind of had to include a scene where they hid amongst wax figures in there. Reminded me of the Scream 3, when they, he hides within all the Scream Ooh, clothes. Oh, yeah, Scream 3. Like, was, you, yeah. If you're going to do a film where you're surrounded by people who look very realistic, there has to be a scene where you're hiding amongst those people. But it, it wasn't like a cinema full of people. It was quite spread out. and she, Yeah, there weren't loads of them. Again, I think that's just quite a nitpicky thing, because that scene kind of had to be in there, but... In, re- in reality, you're just going to fucking run straight out the door and, and run into the woods or something. I just feel like the best thing that could have happened then was, like, if a sneeze, like, started rising. Can you imagine? Or, like, he turned turned the heating up and you could see the wax starting to melt. You could see which ones. Ooh. That would have been a good one. God, Oliver, why are you not a director? I'm telling you. <laughs> you're in the wrong job. Well, yeah, because you don't use pliers to yeah. in your job. Plier so you're definitely snips. in the wrong job. That doesn't good old, exist. Good old, good old plier snips. So this is really cool. So it's he's sort of eyeing the people in the cinema up, and everybody's like everything's silent apart from the cinema uh, film going on in the background. And then Nick just crossbows him. Crossbows him. Yeah, so he gets a crossbow through the arm, through the it looks like the chest area. The, I think it was through the heart area. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's far off. It, it's either because he never pulls that one out. To no. be fair, so which but I liked. Because you, I think, obviously, if you're pulling an arrow, it's got to go... If you're going to get an arrow out of you, it's got to go through you as opposed to yeah. back out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's got to go all the way through. But I appreciate the fact that they didn't just like have him pull it out, pull and that it, one and out. And it comes back and plays a part later, which I like. It does. And so they... Very inventive. It is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you Me know like what? It. What did... What... <laughs> you know what I said earlier when I was like, yeah, this is going to be the title of the podcast. No. That is going to be the title of the podcast. What episode? Episode thirty-seven, House of Wax. Yeah. Very inventive. We liked like it. it. <laughs> we liked it. That's so it. no need for an actual review on the film. Just that. Just put the title. That's, all, liked that's it. all. it is. We liked it. <laughs> so they go back to the twins' house to do a sweep for Dalton and Wade because they don't know that Dalton and Wade are dead yet. They're going to be dead, mind you. They don't know that Vincent exists yet. Actually, so yeah. to be fair, if it's just one man. And at this point as well, um, Vincent's also done a thing where he's reattached Dalton's head to his body through wax. Yeah. Which is pretty gross. Pretty fucked up, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But I liked it. Fuck off. <laughs> so then they find out the whole story between the... They were Siamese twins and they got separated. And Vincent's disability and his disfigurement came from... The fact that he was the twin that didn't yeah. get the good deal. In a way, it's kind of a... The bond is actually better between... Oh, may, maybe this is a deeper message behind the film. Yeah, let's have because it. Because Bose and Vincent's sibling relationship is actually the strongest one. Like, what? Like, the main character and a brother. Nick and it's Carly. kind of... Like, no one really fucking cares about it, but... Nobody cares. But... <laughs> 
they had a dad who performed surgery on him, which fucked one of them up. The mum who abused him, like they had a fucked up childhood, but they still they're still brothers and they still they still work together essentially. They've been through some shit, and they still work together. But then again, the way Bo speaks to him later on, you kind of think, yeah, mm. it's not nice. It's not sort later of on, like that was earlier on, wasn't it? No, no, it's it's around this time. Oh right. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, it is. It's a brother that she yeah. didn't know of. Yeah, and on. I do it. it it does feel a little bit shitty that, and I, I want to get onto that. And I have, it's maybe not like a would you rather question because it is your turn this week, but it's it's more of a if you like if we were Siamese twins and we got separated, and I got the better half, and then you were just like left like that, would you hold resentment towards me for it? No, because it wasn't your fault. Yeah, but I'd probably be would jealous, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it as your fault. Yeah, pro- I think I would say it like that. In the mindset I've got now, but obviously I haven't been brought up being left that for a disfigurement that I couldn't help, so... Not to your face. Well, not to my face, yeah. <laughs> but I don't... I don't uh, I don't think I would, but it's easy to say that now, so... Yeah, this is what I mean, like, does do we think, like, Vincent has some sort of, like, resentment towards Bo for what maybe for but it, it's never again it's a shame it's, it's there's never, so many yeah. things that could have been explored here properly and it just it didn't have the time and it didn't have the it didn't have the budget yeah. and it didn't have the it's him for later know. on definitely, definitely under four mil then don't say it just carry on because I don't want to okay. cheat <laughs> okay. I don't need to be like it's over that because if I get it right I've cheated so Bo gets back to the oh god this bit absolutely breaks me so they end up hiding Nick and Carly and Bo gets back to the house and he's starting to pull the arrows out and Vincent wants to try and help him and Bo's like pushing him back yeah. and it makes me really sad because yeah. I'm like he just wants to help his brother and so you know it, I don't know whether I don't know whether Bo maybe resents vincent a little bit because he seems to sort of be the one who like takes care of him well he, he could resent him for the fact that maybe he blames uh maybe he like subconsciously blames vincent for the troubled life he's had because if it wasn't for him because he would have seen himself as the normal one so mm. if it wasn't for him they'd have never needed to do that surgery the family wouldn't have got the publicity the mum wouldn't maybe have abused the abu- them. i was gonna say the abuse wouldn't have been the frustration wouldn't have been there so you never it could could work both ways, two sides of the coin. Yeah, and he does soften towards Vincent afterwards. I think once he sees how much he's just hurt Vincent yeah. by saying what he does, he's like, you know, oh, that, that face is coming along really nicely. You know, yeah. mum would have been really proud of you. And that, that God, that really upsets me. Yeah, it is a bit of an it emotional shouldn't, story. It shouldn't have cut me so deep, but it did. <laughs> and then Nick pulls Carly into another room because she's sort of in the kitchen area where they both are. And he manages to grab hold of her. <clears throat> and they see Bobby, a.k.a. Dalton, who's yeah. now known as Bobby for the rest of his life. And he, he sort of tries to move his head and he beheads him again. Yeah. Oh, bad awful, move. Mm, he has to live with that for the rest of his life. Now he technically beheaded <laughs> his friend. And then there's a big fight that ensues. So this is like the main climax. And I mean, to be fair... It was decent. It looked good. Kind of turned from like a horror movie to a Fast and Furious movie, like with all the explosions and fire and stuff. Yeah. But it, it was good. It was a good outcome. And I thought it was very clever, the whole house being made of wax, because it just made things so much more difficult to get through. Yeah, because yeah. like going up the stairs... It reminded me of A Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit, actually, when she started standing on the stairs and they were melting into yeah. her. So she, was, she ended up upstairs and... Then, at this point as well, Nick and Bo are fighting, and then Vincent is upstairs with Carly, yeah. and they Bo dies. He ends up on you the get, table. The arrow, the arrow gets pushed into yeah. it further, doesn't it? I and it kills, kills him. him. Yeah, because yeah. I like that. It, it. Yeah, which I like that it came back into play. And everything is quite literally going up in flames. Like yeah, there's it's wax hectic, everywhere. It? It's yeah, absolutely, it's, it's so chaotic. And she ends up in Bo and Vincent's room, and there's like there's a little he's made a little Siamese twin, yeah, baby, which makes me really sad. And then Vincent comes in and she's trying to plead with him. She's like, "You don't have to do this," and she, which fair play, like that's probably what I do: try and plead to his better nature. Like you're not a freak. I heard what he said about you. I thought what would have been what would have been a lot better of an ending is if he came to like and you kind of saw a human side of him and he was like you're right but then is it nick yeah nick comes in and kills him before, that would have been good that because that would have tugged on your heartstrings a lot more because you'd have like you say you feel bad for vincent mm. really that would have been really good and so they jump like they 
he ended up like grabbing hold of Carly and like they were on the bed like he pushed her on the bed and then it came through yeah. and so it went through the floor because everything's made of, made of wax Carly manages to survive it gets off the bed Nick grabs her they both end up managing to get out through the walls because they're made yeah, of wax they just dig out the walls I thought it was very poetic how they died together they like, died on top together of each other. on top of each other like that because that's how they were as Siamese yeah twins. it was it was so I mean it's a good shit film because it really has got some good parts in it but it's just and the fact the wax encases them as well like yeah. the wax will harden and that's how they'll be seen back together again it, that's what I mean it's a good shit film but it's I want to say it's a shame but it's also not a shame because it's still a good film to watch it is it's I would recommend it I yeah. I enjoyed it it was sort of like an uh, off the cuff moment when I was like, oh we'll do House yeah. of Wax because I hadn't heard about it in ages but yeah, I'm glad we did. Oh, and then one final note at the end, it's like, oh, it turns out that the there parents was another, there was brother. another brother and it was a hillbilly. I was like, what is the point in that? And then they're fucking driving off. Yeah, and, and he waves. waving. Maybe that was just like, in case they wanted a sequel out of it. Yeah. Did they get a sequel? I'm guessing they didn't get no, a sequel. There's not a, well, not to my knowledge, there's not a sequel. But yeah, maybe that's why they just chuck that in there because it did seem very thrown in. And what's with the fucking camera thing at the end as well? Like, he no steals the evidence. Like, sorry. What's the point? And, is that a thing? And there was nothing on there. All it was was a video of them being recorded while they were asleep. Yeah. And they already know that there was killers now, so that's probably not as creepy. And Paige's death is on there as well. Yeah, so just a yeah, Nice little really. camera footage. But... but yeah, that was House of Wax. And that was the film. I enjoyed it. That was the movie. Good choice. Thank you. So did you Did you enjoy... Was this like the first... No, you didn't watch A Nightmare on Elm Street, actually. I haven't watched a few that we've watched on here. Really? Grave Encounters. Oh, yeah, you never watched that. You watched the second one. Hmm. Anyway, so... Everybody's favourite part. What is the budget for this movie? 1.6 million. 40 million. 40 million? Yeah. And the cunt have got better actors? Yeah, but you've got to imagine. Actually, Paris Hilton would have come up quite high. Paris Hilton would have been expensive, but fuck me. The some rest... of the acting was Oh, no, shit. and Ch- Chad Michael Murray, he was quite popular back then. He was I... like a heartthrob. I just thought the acting was a bit shite. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was good, but I don't... I think there's been worse. There has been worse, but maybe I'm saying the acting shot because the film was good, and that's why. Yeah, that's maybe why I'm in comparison, off. but you horror's not the same as it used to be. I did think it was going to be a bit more expensive because the film was good in the sense of special the effects, the set, yeah, like that was amazing. But you've got to remember all that back back early two thousands, famous people didn't star in horror films. Yeah, so it wasn't. It will. It wouldn't be well acted because yeah, a lot of the time it it wasn't well established. So what did it make at the box office? Thirty five million. No, 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 no. Shut, shut the fuck up, Ollie. That was such a stupid I'm guess. The first no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Fuck off. So it cost forty million. Yeah. Sixty five million. Not far off. Seventy point one million. Right. It made so it thirty point. It was thirty point one million over its uh, film budget, but. It didn't make a lot on the opening week, and it didn't make a lot in cinema. No. It made it made back its money in domestic sales, yeah. so like videos and rentals and stuff. There was an original House of Wax film made in nineteen fifty three, but aside from the setting being in a wax museum, the film has no connection to the plot. Right. So they they were completely separate. Yeah. Uh, the town of Ambrose was constructed over a ten week period, so it was like its own little own little neighborhood. It was quite cool. Out of custard. Yeah, Ambrose, Ambrosia, out of custard. In 2004, a soundstage that was being used in the film burned to the ground during a special effects test of the equipment. The fire was started by a candle and destroyed the studio. It like destroyed the studio and the set. Looking and if out. that's not fucking poetic justice, that it was a candle that did it. Yeah. I don't know what is. Brian Van Holt played both Bo and Vincent Sinclair, having to go... Uh, undergo an extensive hair and makeup transformation to play Vincent. So he played both the twins. I, I noticed that. I thought they looked very similar. Yeah. So I thought it'd be the same guy. Yeah, I thought it was good. Paris Hilton was the first to be cast in the film. The cast was then built around her. Yeah, cause just for pure name. Yeah, just, uh, but the thing is, like, she she was shit, but she wasn't like she wasn't awful, hateful like, shit. Yeah. Like she was no shitter than the others. She was meant to be a shit character. So yeah. for what she was, she was she did it well. Jennifer Connolly, <laughs> this makes me piss. Jennifer Connolly, you won't know who Jennifer Connolly is, but she was the lead in Labyrinth, and you probably don't know what Labyrinth is actually. I, I know Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh yeah, she was I've the lead. A few times. Yeah, she was the lead in Labyrinth. She's the girl Sarah. Yeah. And Kate Winslet. Do you know Kate Winslet? 
uh, Rose in Titanic. Oh, right. Yeah. Bear in mind how fucking big these names are. Yeah. Both turned down the role of Paige. <laughs> so Ka- Paris Hilton's part. Fucking hell. What the fuck? Jesus. Can you imagine Kate Winslet in the part of Paige? What, what, what's it called when stuff like that happens? It's like a word, like, is it, oh, it's like an, the summit effect. Or... Domino effect. No, it's got a proper term for it, but it's where, like, if you did, if one, if something happened three seconds earlier, ten years ago, you could be in a completely different situation. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Can't remember what it's called. I'm sure it's not the domino effect. That's a nickname for it, but it's, there is actually a word for it, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Like a name. Um, then my last one, Alicia Cuthbert, who played Carly, repeatedly got stuck on the welting max... <laughs> melting wax bed after filming the final scenes but the wax was actually just peanut butter nice that was everything it was all peanut butter that's it can you imagine wading through that amount it'd be fun of... to film I'd imagine but also yeah. frustrating but what if you fucking hated peanut butter as well I, mean, I imagine you probably I think did you would hate at peanut butter it, yeah. at the end of that right. oh I've got one more that I haven't written down if you want to hear it well, it's then, quite go good for it. she actually the, um, the girl who played Carly requested that they did glue her mouth shut instead of using prosthetics so it would look more realistic bloody hell did they not do it though yeah fucking hell yeah that was her mouth actually glued right would you rather it's not really horror related really kind of yes because I'd imagine you're going to go back to a horrific event so if you you know me well (laughs) if you could go back in time I've asked a similar question before but basically I've been watching a few war films at the minute it's got me into war so it's going to give away my, my answer but okay if you could go back, like you could go back in time and live, live through someone else's eyes, a disaster that's happened or anything, any historic event. It doesn't have to be a disaster, but so the terms are, you know, when I I give you this offer that you are gonna come back here after that event's happened, safe and sound, like after that right, okay. time. Like I'm definitely not gonna die. I'm fully aware. Yes, but the character that you. So you, so yeah. So the person that you're not character that makes because obviously the real yeah, event. Yeah, the person you are. But you won't be aware that you are actually safe because you're going to come back to your normal body and be fine. So the feelings that you'd feel in that event are going to be real. So if you okay. say if you said, okay. "Oh, like a plane crash," you'd actually be that terrified and okay. horrified. So you've got to bear that in mind. Okay. So what? Where would I be? What would you? Yeah. What event would you go back to? Historical event. Mine would be mine would be D Day, World War Two. And what would you be? That's a good question because so many soldiers died. So, it, like, I, I could be, it could be the, it could be a waste of a choice because it could be short lived because I could just die mm. as soon as I got off the belt. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe like a, a a sailor of one of the ships, like, so I didn't actually go on the beach, but I could see what was happening. I think that's what I go with. I would be a high class woman on the with Titanic. A child on the Titanic. Mm, that's a good one. I would fucking love to have been on the Titanic when it sank. Not actually love to. Yeah, have you've been got there, to take this like, a pinch of salt. You'd love to see what happened. Yeah, not love to have been like, in that position, I, but love yeah, to have seen I'd, I'd have like a fly to, on the wall. Yeah, because we never, we're never going to know what that was like, and yeah. that, and that's it. Sounds really insensitive because I would never want to know. I would never want to be in that position. But at the same time, like we, I only, I can only see what James Cameron showed me. The yeah, director media of shows. Titanic. Yeah. I can't see what it was genuinely yeah. like, and I'd have just, I'd have loved that. And I don't think there's. But then you've got to consider, you've got to live with that for the rest of your life, like knowing what you've seen. So when even when you come back into your body, you remember what you saw, and could that like maybe what I like maybe my choice I need to reconsider because what I'd see would probably fuck me up for life. I don't think mine would be. Th- I mean, oh my god, this is awful. Mine wouldn't be that traumatic because. You know, people fell off boats and like died and drowned. Like it'd be shit. Don't get me wrong. I know, wrong, but like. But... Like, imagine this high class woman might have a family or might have friends on that boat, and you see them dying. I know it won't mean that much to you because you don't know them personally. Oh, yeah, it'd be or sad, you'd, see, but... you'd see you'd see lesser children being left on the boat and lesser families, like, not being given the chance to live. Yeah, I agree what you're saying. The Titanic wouldn't be as dramatic as like Normandy Beach, like mm. Normandy Beach, sorry, and seeing like thousands of soldiers being killed. But I think I'd stick with that because it that the thought of what happened on that day is just fucking crazy. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. I wouldn't mind being like. The, the problem is that we don't really... Like, we don't know how it ended for him, but I'd love to be a dinosaur. What about what about on the plane that went missing? That'd be a good one. Well, no, because I wouldn't want to know where I went, because then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know where we are. What do you mean? It'd be a good one to bring back into here, though, and be like, I know what happened to him. Oh, yeah, but what... Oh, don't, but... You don't gain anything. God, this sounds insensitive, but a plane crash is just essentially a plane crash. Like, it's happened once. Mm. 
It's happened many times. It's not like it's only a historical event because it went missing and no one could find it. But most people come to the conclusion that it probably did crash somewhere. Mm. Anyway, my film for next week. Oh. The Orphan. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's got Vera Farmiga in it. Never seen it. No way. This is recommended by it's my so good friend good. Stuart. My good friend Stuart. Shout out to Stuart. R.I.P. Dog. Stuart. Oh God, don't don't get him reminded on that. <laughs> But yeah, Stu said Stu says we live an out on Xbox. If I've got one for you, I was like, "What do you mean I've got one for you?" I was like, "Oh, the orphan." Have you seen it? I was like, oh, "No, it's like, so it's good. good. Is it?" Yeah, I love orphan. I, I'm happy to watch that again. Right. Well, there we go. That's... It's got um, Lorraine Warren in it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe. Is it quite a recent film? Not recent, recent, but two thousand. Yeah, two thousands. Yeah, All right. Well, we'll see you on Thursday. Is going to be the next episode because it'll be yeah, my midweek one. Your midweek. So look forward to that. Okay. All right, well, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.